Shit's like the straight cut, you motherfucker. What's good, what's good, what's good? It's your boy, the Wall Street Chapman, man. And we got a special Thanksgiving edition right now, right? So I understand. Right now, you sitting in front of the turkey. Right now, somebody is about to eat some gumbo, if you're from New Orleans. But I want you to ask a question right quick. I want you to make sure you know who made that goddamn potato salad. <laughs> you feel me? So, man, this week, man, first and foremost, man, thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all. I know you with your family right now, but I felt like it was the perfect time for us to get together. One of the things we always say as trappers, each and every trap and Tuesday is, welcome home. Welcome home. So what I do understand is this. While everybody in the family may not be trappers, one of y'all making sure the TV on right now on this. So for you, I want to say thank you. And I'm going to give you. <laughs> That's right, man. So we really won't get into it, man. Like, today we won't cultivate something. Right? We won't cultivate something new. Right? Because I know that somebody in the family been pushing the idea about wealth. Somebody been trying to get your cousin, you've been trying to get your uncle, you've been trying to get your auntie, you've been trying to get everybody on board, but it's just hard. You've been telling your people about trap, you've been telling your people you took this course from trap, you've been telling your people you've been rocking with Wall Street Trapper, and they just don't want to buy in. So I said, why not let's just talk to everybody on Thanksgiving? To everybody that's new in the family, what's up fam? How y'all doing? I'm Wall Street Trapper. Yep, I'm the person your people been telling you about, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> but we want influence wealth right now. We want influence generational wealth. We want influence new philosophies behind money. So I want y'all to just take a minute you know, just give me this next hour where we just lock in. I know the football game on, but I want you to understand something. They already millionaires. They already millionaires. They already walking in their dream. They already walking in their purpose. They already doing what they feel is necessary for their family. My goal is to ask you, what are you doing? What, is, what are the consequences behind the conflict that you're having with your psychology around money. I want to ask you, what is anchoring you to your current financial circumstances? Let's go a little deeper. I want to ask you, what is the residue of poverty on your life? And so today in this special episode of Trapping Tuesday, we're going to call this the Thanksgiving special, Bird Talk. <laughs> we're going to call this Bird Talk. <laughs> but the goal today, man, is just make sure everybody, while we're together, because I'm big on family, I feel like you cannot truly talk about wealth if you're not talking about the family unit. 
one person alone can't be wealthy. I don't think so. You may be prosperous, but wealth is a family affair. Wealth is about passing assets, information, opportunity, and possibilities down. And so today, while we're going to talk about stocks, I want to turn over a new page. I want to give y'all some things to think on. And I challenge each and every person after this episode to have a talk with the family about building wealth. We want to take on a new relationship. We want to take on a new mantra. And I'm going to be real, y'all. Like, the reason why this is so important for me is because in my own personal family, right, I lost my great aunt, but I lost both of them in the matter of 11 months. We just lost my Anita a couple weeks ago, and my family has to take on a new path. My family is on a new trajectory. This Thanksgiving won't be the same without my ain't either. But yet my family, we have to find a way to figure it out. It's new to us. So what I want to ask you and your family is, if you are truly about building wealth, if you are truly on a journey, y'all got to discover something new. The old traditions won't introduce us to new realities. What are the consequences of us continuously following the same old traditions? What are we anchored to? Somebody has to be a pioneer. Somebody has to be the trailblazer. Somebody has to establish the new norm. So what happens when our family accepts that we can be wealthy. What happens when the family as a whole unites and says, yo, we can do this? I want you to think for a second. While everybody laughing, while everybody eating, while everybody is happy to be together again, somebody right now in the family is going through a financial turmoil. Somebody in a family needs a financial reprieve. Somebody in a family feels overwhelmed financially. And while I am 100% a man of God, in most families, all we can say is, I'm going to pray for you. It'll get better. And I'm not saying that that isn't concrete, but what would happen if, if that family member was in that situation financially, in that bind, in that hardship, if we can collectively as a family say, yo, here's 10,000 that can get you out. Here's 15,000 that can get you out. Here's 100,000. But you got to pay that back to the family trust. You got to pay that back to the family bank. See, this is how wealth perpetuates in other communities. What if? What if? 
the new norm for every family that comes from where we come from is that financial strife is no longer a thing. What if there's no more, I'm in a bind, Nate. <laughs> but what if that wasn't a thing no more? No, I'll be true with you. I'll be real with you. That doesn't happen in one year. It doesn't happen in two years. But it can happen in three years, five years. When we stop looking at our families as individuals and start looking at our families as a corporation. And so today, that's what we want to establish. We want to establish new rules, new mantras, and family SOPs, standard operating procedures for each family. Today, on this Thanksgiving, we normalize wealth. Today, on this Thanksgiving, we develop mission statements for our family. Today, on this Thanksgiving, we're going to give thanks for where our family is headed. Welcome to a special edition of Trapping Tuesdays. We'll call this bird talk. <laughs> so let's start off, man, for everybody new, man. Let's start off with the mantra, man. Listen, listen, y'all need, need to know this, man. To all my old travels, for my travels, y'all already know, this is, this is our thing right here. This is kind of like our pledge allegiance to the flag, right? This is our mantra. Let's start this, man. Listen, I am a certified Wall Street trapper. I am confident in my ability to make great investments. The stock market is a machine that prints money, and I am more than capable of operating that machine. Not only will I free myself, but my family will eat for a lifetime based on the information that I apply today. I am a money maker and a wealth builder. Today I break all the chains that anchored me to that poverty mindset. My ancestors will smile now because I have turned our last name into an asset. Let's stop right there. Let's take that part in. My family's purchasing power will increase. Today I make the declaration that no longer will I be a slave to money. No longer will the generations behind me inherit lack. No longer will I submit to selling my time for money. I'm a first-generation millionaire. I'm the architect of my family's legacy. I am a certified Wall Street trapper. And Wall Street looks like us now. Woo! Hey, man, let's clap for that. Yeah. 
right, man, let's clap for that, man. So I'm going to get y'all into the information today, man. I know y'all hungry. I know y'all want to eat. So here's what I'm going to talk about first and foremost, man. Let's talk about the four stages of financial awareness, right? We're going to talk about these stages because, listen, we got to prepare for wealth. Wealth requires time and transformation. I think one of the things that hinders a lot of people is We don't realize that we got time. But also a transformation has to take place. A transformation in how we see money, a transformation in what we do with our money, and a transformation, watch this, watch this, with our philosophy around money. Mm. We have to create a new value for family. Right? More than just us seeing each other for New Year's, Christmas, Thanksgiving, birthdays, and funerals. Let's create a new value for our family. We're going to get into some deep stuff tonight. Not too deep, but also what about objectives and incentives? So I'm going to be real with you. Like, I believe personally that a family comes together to build wealth and those who don't partake in building wealth can't get none of the benefits of it. I was reading a book about the guy from Chick-fil-A, Dan Cathy, and every member of the family can buy into the Chick-fil-A, but every member doesn't get a Chick-fil-A. Right now, the Chick-fil-A family is on their fourth generation. At the age of 18, you can start working at a Chick-fil-A. You can start coming to the meetings, but you got to want to be a part of this. Yes, you have the Kathy name. Yes, you have the Chick-fil-A brand as a part of your life. But you don't get the honor of owning, being on a board of directors. If this ain't what you love. And I believe what we have to do to create wealth and to build wealth is we have to create a system. We have to run the family like a corporation. And if this ain't your first love of building the family wealth, restoring the family's wealth, establishing the family wealth, protecting the family wealth, recreating the family wealth, then you can't be a part of this. And every family plays a pivotal role. First cousins, y'all play a role. Because to be honest, in our culture, first cousins are like brothers and sisters. Listen, I'm an only child. My first cousin, George, is behind the camera. He an only child. We grew up as brothers down there. He's about nine years older than me. I used to antagonize him. He wanted to fight me all the time. We had fun together. So first cousins, we grew up as brothers and sisters. But listen, your family is a part of this. Your wife, your kids, aunties, uncles, everybody has to contribute. So now that means we got to unanchor ourselves from that financial trauma. All right, let's dig a little deeper. Let's dig a little deeper. So let's talk about something before we get into it, man. Let's talk about the four Things that truly kill wealth. 
See, here's what I want her to understand. Before we can teach or obtain wealth, we must first understand our relationship, our awareness about and around money. That truly shapes our financial wellness. Money has been a dog subject in a lot of our families. It is the one thing that we truly never talk about. But how can we truly build wealth if we don't know our own financial personality? If we don't understand the culture of finances in our family? What is our wealth identity? Question. What is your family's tradition when it comes to money? What is the tradition of your family when it comes to money? You sitting together right now. When is the last time y'all talked about building wealth as a family? When is the last time y'all talked about building the business or investing as a family? When is the last time y'all talked about prospering as a family? It's a pandemic, went through a recession. How many husbands and wives have had a financial conversation about, yo, this is where we are financially. Are we in the green or are we in the red? Right quick, here's our expenses. Here's the money coming in. If the money coming in doesn't exceed the expenses, we're in the red. If the money in our bank account doesn't take our network to a positive, we're in the red. And if we are in the red, what are we doing to get out of the red? I'm talking about facing this thing face on. I'm talking about looking at each other financially and not hiding from it. So that's what happens in our family. That's what happens in our culture. We hide from the reality around money. Thinking that if we don't look at it, it's going to get better. If I, don't, if I don't look at the bank account, it's going to change. I spent that money for the weekend. I'm just not going to look at my account. No, let's face the reality. So that this Thanksgiving, I want to give, I want us to have these financial truths with ourselves. I know it's hard. It's easier not to deal with it. It's easier to avoid. But let's talk about these wealth killers. One, lack of wealth awareness. That's simply just saying, where are we financially? Where are we? What is our position? On a scale of one to five, where are you? Five meaning you strong, one meaning you weak, three meaning you like, ah, where are you financially? Two, we're putting too much emphasis on the material things. I bought a new car, but you in the hole. You couldn't really afford that car. I bought a new watch. I got the chain on. Somebody in the house got a whole bunch of designer on. They fresh. They got the drip on. But they overdrafted in their account. But they look good. They look good. They fresh the debt. But they've overdrafted. They're counting the red. That thing say insufficient funds. 
But I'm not saying this as a laughing matter. I'm saying that the health, your financial health has to improve. Our financial IQs have to improve. And the only way that happens is if we take not only full accountability, but what I'm talking about facing that thing head on. This is a serious matter for me, man. Because a lot of families get together for the holidays, and yep, we be happy to see our cousins, and we be happy to see our family, but man, we don't address the issues, man. We talk about building and closing the wealth gap in America. Some people don't even worry about the wealth gap in America, which I'm the person, I don't care about the wealth gap because I'm going to be real with you, yo. The wealth gap will not close, shrinking, if we don't first deal with ourselves and our family. We got to deal with the intimacy situation first. How do I improve? How do my family improve before I can improve my neighbor? Somebody, somebody got to take the initiative. And I can almost guarantee you that everybody in the family right now want to be better financially. What is the residue of poverty? We are naive about the value of money. Golly. We talking about just not even understanding that Yeah, money is a tool, not a goal. Some people say, trap, I won't be a millionaire. And that's cool to get a million dollars. I want to help you make that million dollars. But what does it help? What does it do you or your family if I help you make a million dollars and now it costs you a million dollars to live? You're talking about becoming a... Slave. You're a rich slave. Y'all know my saying. If you allow them to feed you, you give them permission to starve you. This is the reason why the NFL and the NBA, they don't mind in entertainment business. They don't mind giving us multi-million dollar contracts. You know why? Because they know we don't know what to do with the money, but they'll do what? I may give you a $23 million contract, but you're going to go right to my partner over there and spend it with him. So our other communities are circulating our money in their community. We ain't circulating our own money nowhere. It go out faster than they come in. And I'm going to tell you why it go out faster than they come in. And I'm going to give you an example of how it go out faster than they come in. How many times have we gotten overtime and when we get the overtime, we spend the money in our head on a check before we get on a check. Oh, that's 10 hours overtime? Yes, Indeed. I'm about to go do this, 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 and this with that, that 10 hours. That 10 hours equals $250 after taxes. You know what I can do with that $250? No value of money. And the one thing that is serious is we have a hard time taking full financial responsibility. Just taking financial responsibility. Saying, you know what? I spent that money wrong. This is what I need to do better next time. It's about having the hardest conversations, y'all. And I know y'all thought I was going to get up here. Uh-uh, uh-uh. No, this is serious. Financial literacy is the meat and potatoes 
of your wealth. It is the sustenance that gives you fulfillment. 